And every time I go to the doctor in Omaha, we would come back, and my reward for being good was we would get to stop at Taco Bell oh. on O Street, and yeah. I'd get a steak soft taco. Yes. And that was like, oh, heaven. <laughs> Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Week three of Drowning Out 2020. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Another three beers this week from the beer fridge. Leftovers from uh, what the, uh, the the super train wreck of 2020 last year. Yeah. Uh, we've got we've got a uh, got some fun ones. So we teased it last week. We got one from Missouri, one from South Dakota, one from Illinois, right in the middle of the country here. Yeah. But a little closer uh, to home. Yeah. So we got a. a, a one that one uh, that I, I'm not sure about, but we'll see. Mm, yeah. Dry hopped rye pale. I'm ready for that. Wow. Really? My body is ready. You ready? As they that's say. Like that, that's what gets you going. I mean, I love a rye. Like if if I'm drinking whiskey, like it's okay. got to be rye. Okay. A rye barrel is amazing for me for a stout or something. Okay. So I'm yeah I'm I'm ready for this. Huh. All right. Which one do you want to do first? Okay. So we've got the rye the dry hopped rye pale. Uh, let's see the is beer. That, is that Dempsey's? Which one's Dempsey's? I think that's this one. Dempsey's I, is I that one. Start it's just with a that regular one. pale, yeah. and then beer for tacos is a goza. Yeah, I think let's start with tacos. This one, beer tacos and a yeah, goza. tacos. Beer goza mm. tacos. So open door. Yes, India Pale Ale. So an IPA from Dempsey's. Water, yeah, Watertown. Watertown, South Dakota. Which I don't even know where that is. I don't know if that's east, west, central. Never heard of it. Never, never been. Never heard of it. Don't know. But they, I do like the artwork. I, I I don't want to insult them. They're either Irish or Scottish. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, but man, their can art. They're just their brewery art. Looks Irish to me. Doesn't Looks, it? Yeah, I think so. It, it is badass. Like, their can art and their brewery art is unbelievably awesome. You could buy awesome. prints I saw on their website. Of just the art? Uh-huh, of the can wow, art. You could buy prints cool. of it. Ooh, that looks weird. Hmm. It's uh, darker. Well, that might be that. It's, it's a... I don't even know what color you would call that. Caramel? Maybe? Yeah, it's close. I mean, it's... It's more brown than a well, west. It's almost West Coast IPA. Almost, colors, yeah. It's, it's not less, hazy, but it's uh, it doesn't have the reddish hue that a lot of those West Coast ones do. We got to smell it because this mm. is this smells different. It doesn't. Oh, Ooh, I'm gonna like that. Yeah, I, think. I think you are. It smells fruity and it smells hoppy. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. what that smell is. It's that's... like a hoppy Fruit Loop, maybe. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh wow, that's my style right there. That's that's legit. Uh, Seventy Fruit Loop. Okay, yeah. so the other day I posted on Untapped and, and all my socials, I bought a beer that was seventy IBUs. Okay, yeah, and oh, you yes. were like, oh yes. my god, gross. Oh, the the King Hop uh-huh. or whatever. Guess yes. what? This has more IBUs. No, it does yeah. not. Does it taste like? Sometimes when you have over seventy, it gets a sweetness to the mm. IBUs, and I think that's what this is. This has seventy three IBUs. So this is like old school West Coast 
IBUs. There's definitely, which is interesting because one, South Dakota. Uh huh. Two, not very popular right now. No, but this is like when you used, if you were a home brewer or doing anything in the 80s or 90s, this is what an IPA was. This is the that's base true. of that. So, yeah, that's true. If you came up doing that, then this is what you got. Yeah, 6.5%, 73 IBUs. Probably one of the highest IBU beers we've ever done, honestly, on the show. Yeah. I mean, outside of Pliny and... Yeah. I mean, it would be those. up in that area. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I like the can. I just think green, white, and gold is like the best color combo. Oh, look at what you're wearing, though. I know. Packer right? stuff. <laughs> you know, we have... we have, He's got his Packers on today, and I've got my Chief stuff on today. Yeah. Mm. It's looking like we might, hopefully, meet in the NFL Super Bowl. Oh, it's... Definitely yeah. possible. That would be an old school Super Bowl like like we've never seen. That'd be like, fun. We haven't had for a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as we're recording, mm-hmm. we don't really know Not yet. what the playoffs look like. But we got a feeling. You but know? I have a huge feeling that yeah. I have, Chiefs and Packers are there I think for sure. We're calling right. it right now. Calling our shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this place is in Watertown, South Dakota, wherever that is. It is the second oldest brewery in South Dakota. Oh. Opened in 1999. They are a brew pub and restaurant, mm-hmm. so kind of like an Empyrean here in Nebraska. Yep. Um, I guess, which we really don't have a lot of. That's kind of how craft beer started, was as a restaurant, and then it was like, oh, by the way, we make our own beer. Oh, and we brew our own beer. Like, that was the yep. thing in California is how it worked. You're like, look in the corner. There's some there's some brew kettles and stuff. Yeah, there's our yeah. two little 25-gallon, you know, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, but now it's mostly, all we do is brew beer and we have food trucks. Right. That's the thing we usually see. Right. So this is one of those old school spots where like, oh, wait up. We make food and we make really good food. Yeah. Right? Um, I know you have some research on it, so I'm not going to step on your toes. But they do make their own cream soda and root beer at this mm. place. Yeah. Um, Irish style beers. Mm. So, so like, um, okay. what are they called? Um, nope. Never mind. Okay. You said Irish style. I was thinking Italian sodas. Oh. oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This is more like. If they had a stout, I'm guessing it would be like a Guinness, like a dry stout. Okay. If it's an Irish style, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so there's not, it's got probably 10 IBUs, that sort of thing. Sure. You um, drink them warm. You can. Uh, yeah. Or on a cask. <laughs> right. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Um, this place, I did find out they have guest taps, and one of the guest taps there is Zipline. Oh. So they that's got beer from Lincoln, Nebraska huh. up there. And uh, I know you want to talk about this, which is. Steve Dempsey and the pizza connection. Because I know this would be like, like this is right up your alley. This right? is my dream. Yeah. yeah. So this dude, Steve Dempsey, the guy that started the brewery, the owner of the brewery is a member of the U.S. pizza team. Wow. It's First like Olympics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, that's all. That's second to maybe U.S. taco team, quite honestly to me. Well, but I don't think there is a U.S. taco team. I don't think there is either. So Sign me up. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, I'm, yet. I'm in. We could create it, probably. I could smash so many tacos. I, Me but, too. So, <laughs> won multiple awards. Yeah. As part of the U.S. Pizza Team. Yeah. This is so. If you go to their website, the first thing that pops up is Pizza of the Week. Huh. Did you see this? No. Well, no, I don't think so. All right. Uh, this sounds unbelievable. And if this is kind of if this is representative of their Pizza of the mm-hmm. Week. We need to go there. Okay, let's check it out. Okay, this it's called this pizza is called From Saskatoon with Love. Saskatoon is the hometown of Joni Mitchell, my favorite singer-songwriter. Oh, by the interesting. way, in Canada. Okay. Uh, it's a gravy base. 
This yep. is a pizza. So it's like a poutine, I bet you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gravy base, mozzarella, bangers. Yep. French fries. Bacon, fries, cheese curds. Oh, my gosh. On a pizza. I oh, mean, my gosh. Are you kidding me? My arteries are hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right now, just hearing that. Right up it. there right up there with tacos, though, bangers and mash is my favorite food yes. group. Slap it on a pizza. Oh, oh come on. With well, cheese curds? Mm. You see it, and you see a picture of it. It's like all, all the fries are kind of lined up. The cheese curds are kind of just mixed on there. Oh, I'm sure the it's gravy perfect. Just kind yeah. of drizzle. It's it's as beautiful mm. as it is tasty. I I bet that sounds like a guy's heaven. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know? there's a reason why this guy is on the U.S. pizza team. Yeah. it's uh, not just pepperoni. No. Yeah. The more I drink this, though, like the more I get into it, I can understand how it would pair well with that, or absolutely just even just regular, R- just rich cheese pizza. pizza. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cuts through that. I wrote a couple through. They have brunch there, so I wrote that down. Okay. Uh, They have a walk-in taco pizza. So if you were a a kid in the 80s and 90s, then you had walk-in tacos. Of course. And then they have one called the Angry Dragon. And I was like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. Sausage. (laughs) Yes. Spicy sausage, like Mm. Italian. Yes. Jalapenos, green peppers, bacon. And then a lot of their pizzas had this uh, sriracha after they bake it they just kind of drizzle it on the top and it okay. just like melts into the pizza mm. that's the angry dragon and do you know what their pizza name the oven is called it has a name yeah they have one of those like like super high expensive like a thousand degree pizza ovens okay it's named Mjolnir <laughs> wait, wait, wait. say that again Mjolnir Mjolnir yeah it's Thor's hammer Thor's hammer oh. the hammer of Thor I knew you'd wow. like that, so that's, I wrote that down that's on my notes. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So we need to go to this place. Yeah. So that's wow. that's what we got going on here. And it, I mean, it, yeah, it looks Irish. It looks like a great place to go for, say, Patty's Day. Oh, man. I don't recall. It may have been recruiter Kristen Begeman that sent us this beer. I do not recall where it came mm. from. Uh, but I, one, I need, I need a tin tacker to go in my garage. Of they any, have them. Of any of these, they have them. You yeah. can get it. Any, I, I their their can art is so awesome. That they had a lot of different styles of beer. Yeah. They weren't doing like you know they weren't doing like milkshake IPAs, oh. um, but they were doing lots of different variations of traditional styles. I would say they've got a wee heavy. They have uh, you know, they've got I a bet you that's stouts. Good. Oh, I bet it is. Mm. Yeah, I dude, I just I love like a West Coast style IPA. <laughs> that hop sweetness, I miss it. You don't get that anymore. Maybe in like, I think Lagunitas has, like Lagunitas sucks. Have you ever had that before? No, but I've seen it. That one is kind of similar to this. Just I, so good. I, I like this though. It, it's not, like you said, wow. there's a sweetness to it. It's there's. It doesn't slap your face like right. some of those super <laughs> chewy ones. Right. And it's you're not taking a bite out of your Christmas tree. Like this is. Yeah, true. You know, this is, it's got flavor and it's sweet and it's. It's really refreshing, honestly. And with pizza, that would be good. Or poutine, dude. A pit, like a think of a picture of this, just yes. on the table, like mm. old school Pizza mm. Hut. Bang! I, way better pizza. I subscribe to the to the Dave Portnoy, like like cheese pizza is the gold standard, right? Okay. You, yeah. You, you can make any kind of pizza with all kinds of other bullshit on it, whatever sure. you want. If you make a good cheese pizza, I could sit down with this and a cheese pizza. And be oh yeah happy. Yeah. I bet you Dave would too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is really good. 
This I need, is. I need to know where Watertown's South Dakota is. Right. Yeah. Let's let's ask the like Google. how far away is it? I'm gonna ask the Google machine. I wanna how, go uh, Watertown. Would Alexa know? Well, Maybe. I think the Walk and Taco Pizza. I think I think it did have like like a chili cheese Fritos on it and okay. lettuce and hamburger. Dude, when we had walking tacos for school lunch. <laughs> that was a great day. It was a great day. So it was awesome. Watertown is just north of Sioux Falls. This is not a far drive for us. It, oh, okay. just north of oh. Brookings. It's the next town north on Highway 29. So what, like three hours, maybe? Ah, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah we, we could, probably say that. We so. could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn this. We need mm. more on location episodes anyway. <laughs> as soon as all this is done, as soon as we get the shot in the arm, yeah, we can go. Exactly. Exactly. Oh boy. That's good stuff. I don't. Mm. I I have a lot left because I'm milking it. It's so good. I am too. I don't even want to move on to the next one. But mm. <laughs> holy cow, that's good. If this is any indication of these next two, because okay, the rye one scares me a little bit because I'm not generally a rye fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But gozas are arguably one of my favorite styles, and so I'm excited for for the and it's made in Chicago. So oh. right. Well. Do you have more on this? I was one? just gonna say I think we should do the rye, the rye? next, mm-hmm. because that'll. I think you're right. The shock might throw us off our chairs if we go from this to <laughs> the goza, goza to, to rye to so another rye. We might want to do the rye next. Yep. All right, so let's let's move on to Rockwell Beer Company, thirteen twenty South Van Deventer. Van Deventer. Van Deventer? Thank you, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, that's where this is? <laughs> yeah, St. Louis. Oh, is this a Biddle beer? This is a Biddle beer. Biddle beer. Yeah, it was one of the... Biddle beer. He just like, I like the label, so I tossed this in for you, kind of extra one. That comes nice, so a bonus beer right? from Biddle. Bonus Biddle beer. <laughs> that's the three Bs of... A lot better than the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> the bonus Biddle beer. I like it. It's got a ring to it. So I have peppered him recently with as many. I've I've, I've kind of honed in on his taste. What is okay. it? So he like hazy IPAs. Yeah. Um. He likes some. He likes some sours, but not super sour. Like, like not like over the top sours. So kettle sours. Kettle sours. Yep. So I've been just it just every once in a while just Shotgun sending him, him a beer. Out there. Yep. Okay. Uh. He. I think I. I want to say I sent him some Melvin recently. Mm. And that didn't go over well. Oh, really? He liked it, but it was like, eh, maybe a little too West Coast. I bought some Melvin the other day that was a hazy style, mm. and it was very coconutty for like, me. Like haze into hood yes, or whatever? That one. It was that one, yeah. Uh, there's some in the back back there. I want to try it still. Yep. So, But when I think of Melvin, I think of traditional West Coast style. Yeah. Piney yep. IPAs. Yep, that's for that's sure. That's Melvin. 2x4. If, I mean, if you like those, 2x4 is your, is your jam. Yeah. So... Uh, Okay, bird up. Uh, boy. I got some information on this beer. Is it the cameo song? No, it's it's, it's actual information. Is it the corn no. cover of this no, song? No, because no, no. the corn cover of Word Up is pretty great. Pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, that's that's for a different episode. Okay. This is just, I'm going to tell you about the beer. It's 5.6%. Allegedly. I haven't tasted it yet. Okay. Word on the internet is... A spicy malted rye backbone. Oh boy. Generous portions of Cascade and Simcoe hops. Those are hops you like. I do like those. And then it should have a hint of citrus. Well, Simcoe. I mean, that's in oh. Cascade. I mean, you're going to get that naturally. This pairs well with burgers, even veggie burgers, they say. Chicken okay. sandwiches, chili, french fries, and ice cream. So it has something to cut through. Some A lot of those things are rich Ooh. in flavor. 
And this can kind of cut through that is what they're saying. Mm, I'm going to just about pour that over to the top. Oh, look at oh, that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look that at was that. perfect. That was I've, perfect. Dude, I've done this. Now, I don't know that I've ever seen a dry hopped that they say is just a pale ale. Usually you see DDH for double dry hop, but right. that's an IPA thing. Mm. Yep. Um, I do know that most everybody dry hops their stuff afterwards, or if you're making an IPA, you're doing a DDH. So yep. putting it on the label is kind of like overkill. But mm. I don't know that I've ever seen it on a pale ale. Maybe that's why they did it. And I do kind of like that bird. I think he's fun. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a parrot, cockatiel. I'm not sure what it is, but maybe you could drop that, don't drop that song in here. Okay. Word up. Oh. Word up. Word up. <laughs> Word up. Just yeah, drop, in the, drop in the cameo, then drop in the corn. I thought you were going to say, um, from what I remember as a kid growing up in, around here, mm-hmm. um, they had a commercial on Fox 42. And that was the only place you could watch Creighton. Creighton basketball was always on. Okay. And they played the bird as the word. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Ooh, it smells not... like an, it smells hoppy. Oh, it yeah, smells it fruity too, though. I tried to match your pour. Uh, oh, you got pretty close. Pretty close. I went a little light on the pour just because I don't know if I'm gonna like this or not. Oh, dude, that's yeah? my. That's we're two for two today for mm-hmm. me. That thing is good. Okay, I gotta tell you, that's different. It's not what I expected. Mm. The rye is definitely there. Though. It's there, but it's Whoa. not. I don't know. I mean, I like it. Um, here's some of the other beers they make. Okay, saisons, Kolsch's, and Pilsners. Seems right. Yeah. So it's not a super st- it's like a stretch for them. Yep. Um, but this is in the in the genre of beers that they make. This is the kind of stuff they do. So also not, you know, milkshake IPAs, <laughs> right? And fruited stouts. I'm laughing at the can because it says spicy chicken friendly. <laughs> Because <laughs> it goes good with chicken, I would. Oh, yeah, mm. that's what they yes. said on their website. If you gave me like a, some kind of spicy chicken dish with this, mm. like yep. chicken wings or something, yep. hot chicken, Nashville mm. hot chicken. Oh yeah, I've made that at home before. Mm-hmm. I made it too hot. Uh, uh, it was hot. I mean, it was like I'm paying for this in about 20 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, but it was so good. It was good. Good going in. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much going out. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, I have to do music. Of course. I have to. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah. What's the name of the brewery? Uh, Rockwell. Rockwell. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Rockwell. Okay. Rockwell. Do you know about Rockwell? No. Mm-mm. He's a one-hit wonder. Okay. But he's oh. also the son of Motown founder Barry Gordy. He has a song. came out in 1984, and it was called Somebody's Watching Me. And it's okay. like a Halloween song. Like, that's where it's at now. Um, what year? 1984. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, they're watching me. But that's, I'm singing the Michael Jackson part because he sings the chorus. So Rockwell sings the rest of it, which isn't very good. Michael Jackson sang that? Because he's on Motown at the time. Ah. And he was friends with this guy. So Michael Jackson and Jermaine Jackson are the backing vocals of the song. And then Rockwell does, it's it's not really singing. It's not really rap. It's like a combination of the two, and it's not very good. Oh, he's um, the guy that's like, this is the IRS? Yes, like that, that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. That's Rockwell. Yeah. So this is his big only song, right? 
Uh, but it, but it hit big because Michael Jackson at the time was huge. I, I never this knew is, it was Michael Jackson. This was after Off the Wall. This was probably pretty bad. So whatever is thriller, it before thriller, thriller. It's after thriller, before bad. Oh. So that's why it's huge, right? Mm. So MJ's on there, and you can tell it's him when you listen to the song. Maybe we'll drop a little bit of it. Oh, it's already yeah. playing. Um, it hits number one in Belgium, France, and Spain. And it hits number two in the United States. But it's held off from number one because Jump by Van Halen. Jump. That's the first song I ever learned on Might keyboard. as well jump. That's a good one to know. There's a whole other conversation we could have here about Eddie Van Halen. Yes. Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. And then the other song that held him off was Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this never made number one. Um, like I said, his dad was the owner and CEO of Motown. And in the 80s, Nepotism. wasn't not a great time. Uh, and his dad was like, you're not good enough, really, to be on Motown. Get out of here. So really, he was, quote, unquote, an estranged son of Barry Gordy. They didn't get along, oh. right? So his dad didn't really like what he did musically. And then they put this song in, and he was like, all right, that's pretty good. We'll, we'll put it out. Um, and then they had a, they shot a video. This is early days of MTV, so oh. it had a lot of rotation. You've seen it. I absolutely remember this. And it's kind of like a zombie video, which is why it gets lumped in with Halloween songs. Yes, yeah. So it's like a, he's like paranoid. Somebody's checking him out, looking in the windows, and then it ends up it's like zombies bust in, yep. which already, you know, MJ had already done the zombie thing with yeah. Thriller. Yeah. Um, but it's... His biggest hit, it's his only hit, it's the only Rockwell song I've ever heard in my life, and it's really only popular because of MJ, I'll, did, I'll say. Did he have an album? Like, yeah, it was on an album. listen to yeah. other Rockwell songs? Oh, yeah, for sure. And were they... Diff- I, I wouldn't, but okay. I mean, you could. <laughs> I remember the video. The video took place, like, at a house. And it was in his bathroom. Maybe he's, like, in a shower. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he had and, kind of, a, like, a... Like a Eddie Murphy Jerry Curl in the video, yep, yep. Uh, which was popular in 1984. Like that was a big thing. Um, yeah, and but it's like sing talking. Yeah. It's like he's not really singing. And I just remember the close the up in the part. video. <laughs> yeah, the IRS. Yeah, uh, but the close up in the video where like it's a close up on some face and like just like eyes going back and forth, mm-hmm. like looking back and forth. Yeah, it, it was just. It was odd. Yeah, which I guess is one of the reasons if you like if you go into Spotify and you just typed in Halloween playlist, yeah. the song's on there. Okay. Guaranteed. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, I was five or six when the song came out. Yeah. And I remember seeing the video and all that stuff. So yeah. when I saw that name of the brewery, I was like, that's where we're going. Rockwell. Yeah. Interesting. So check it out. Listen to it if you can. You'll hear mm-hmm. MJ. I don't really hear Jermaine very much. But his voice doesn't stick out like MJ's does. Who was the Jackson that they kept for parts down in the basement? What was that? Randy. Randy, yeah. I think that's Randy. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. He's Uh, still alive. The only thing I I really (laughs) added... (laughs) The only thing I had to add to this was on their website, uh, they had... uh, And I love just taking quotes off their website, off off of websites in general here. Uh, This is beer. It's supposed to be fun. And that's it. I mean, that's with the weird bird and the name and... Yeah, I'd like to kind of know where that comes from. I don't know. Well, it's beer. It's supposed to be fun. The art is pretty weird too. It's almost like a weird, like like funhouse mirror kind of look. Yeah, or yeah. like you know, like like, like late eighteen eighties to nineteen ten before there was TV. Mm-hmm. They had that 
plastic circle that you could put pictures in and mm. then light a candle and then spin it. Yeah. Oh. And it would look like a movie. Mm-hmm. That's what this kind of looks like. If you, you did that, I bet you yes. it would look like that. That's like the, um, just a few months back, uh, Jacob Collier. You know Jacob Collier? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he released a whole music video and that music video was that. The little wheel really? spinning and huh. looks That's like a movie. Yeah, it's really Grammy cool. Award winner. Oh, he is a savant, music genius. Genius. Yeah, yeah. music There's genius. There's no other way around it. I, I, I feel so dumb when you guys talk about music like that because I, I have no idea. I mean, this I, is I'm a not. music nerd's music nerd. Oh. I've like, watched videos of him talking about music theory, which I know nothing about. Oh, and they're just... And it's, Over your head. Really? But it's so he's so into it mm-hmm. that like you kind of get drawn into the video. Okay. He's just all about like talking about you know whatever. But yeah. he's so excited about it, and that's something I always love. Is somebody that's passionate about something, I can listen to him talk about it, and like, I don't know anything about it at all, and I love it. Exactly. Huh. I was just gonna say like sixty percent of the stuff that he talks about, I'm like, what? And this, you know? And he's a musician. And you're like active musician yes. trying to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and I'm still like into him just because like the amount of passion he has for it and what he does and just the amount of knowledge he has for it. You're like, tell me more. I don't right, know what yeah. you said, but just just tell me more. Yeah. And the, his brain, just his brain works in such a weird way. Oh, so, I mean, his, a lot of his songs are like a hundred backing vocals of him, yeah. acapella, like doing stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's wow. insane. Yeah, this new song he. Um, he just did with uh, a female vocalist that I've never heard of, but then um, uh, Ty Dolla, yep. Ty Dolla, mm-hmm. um, a rapper, and uh, he they so it was them three on the on the track or whatever. The whole music video is just that that circle. Huh. I used to know the name for it. You spin the circle, and it looks like yeah. a little animation. Yeah. But that's the whole music video, and a lot of a lot of things about him is he uses so much music theory in his songs. But it's still pop enough that anybody can listen to it. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's a whole rabbit hole to go down <laughs> for is, sure. It is. It is. And to watch him play live, he can play every instrument. Every and like he really? will sometimes do it. He'll loop. He'll yeah. like play a bass line. He'll play a guitar riff. Mm-hmm. He'll do a drum hit. Loop them all, and then he'll go on the piano and, and then make a sing. song out of it, yep. and then sing on top of it. Yeah. And it's really? Like, and, and he has the best. His, facial expressions yeah and he's his, just into like he's just into it he was born to do this like, his, he's one of those guys his voice too is like he can do super low and really low and very high. high and like all in one run like really he's up here and then down here and then up here all in one run he's yeah. like if stevie wonder could see <laughs> like that's what he's like. It's amazing. I, yeah, I, I would say don't sully Stevie Wonder's name. They have a song together. I Do think. they? Yeah, mm. and that's one of his big like idols is Stevie Wonder. Wow. So wow. Yeah, I mean because that's then okay. You get into you get into some range for me. I love seventies. I love music from the seventies, sure. mm-hmm. and especially. 70s so Stevie Wonder and yeah. the Commodores and and then it bleeds into funk and sure. and, and what became of yeah. of that which wasn't necessarily it wasn't disco but it was as close as you could get in that style sure. to that right and some of it did turn in but also oh. then that stuff turned into samples for rap absolutely a lot of that music yep. is where that pulls from so and that brings you back to Word up, yeah. yeah. For the longest time, that word, that song was like '86. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I, sw- I would have sworn that was a '70s song. 
sworn it was. Well, the, probably the music and the instrumentation sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. It might. Maybe the music comes from that. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know about what about cameo, but we'll play it for you in this episode. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we ready to get some tacos? Oh, I could eat some tacos. Right oh, now. me too. Yeah, we we might need some tacos. Sure. Oh boy. Okay, last beer. It's called. Yeah, you didn't spill it. Beer for tacos. I, well, not yet. You haven't poured it yet. <laughs> I haven't poured it yet. It. Let's not jinx it at all. So, beer for tacos. Uh, Man, you pour crazy. I, well, I just I, I get the first one out of the way for you. Apparently, you took all the foam. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. <laughs> Off Color Brewing Company. I have seen some fun websites before. Uh huh. Their website is awesome. They have one of my all-time favorite stouts. For Di- real? Dino S'mores, it's called. <laughs> and it is delicious, legit, and forever you couldn't find it. And now they are in Nebraska. Finally, I used to have to drive out of state to get that beer. Really? And now they have it. So I had a roommate in college, and now he walks the earth, which is just super what? weird. But it, oh, yeah, yeah. He's just, he doesn't have a job. He has long dreads. But oh. I had a roommate in college, and he was like this. And I'll tell a story. I told Dolan this story a while back. Um, we had finished, he was very, uh, he was a quiet guy. Uh, he, he was a very, he was a very simple guy. Sure. Uh, when we would go drinking on the weekends, he would, he didn't really, uh, he didn't want variety. Yeah. He would go buy just the big jug of Reuniti oh, yeah. with the little tiny handle on yeah. it. Yeah. And he would just Carlos, drink yeah. off of that all weekend long. Yeah. Like that's his, that was his thing. It's like eight ninety nine at the, oh, at the <laughs> CVS. He didn't want to pay that much. Yeah. He was a, yeah. I don't want to say cheap. He wasn't cheap. He frugal. was frugal. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, he uh, one of one of the most profound things he ever said was this was we were we just finished watching Dumb and Dumber, and and it was all quiet at the end for whatever reason uh-huh. I don't know why it was all quiet. He goes, wait a minute, if if Mary, if Mary, whatever her name last was, I can't remember what her last name was. Would have, Samsonite. Yeah. If it Mary Swanson, there yes. we go. You said to say that. If Mary Swanson had married Lloyd Christmas, her name would have been Mary Christmas. And I'm like, you're right, dude. That's like, and we're just yeah. like, it's like hats off to that guy because we were drunk, and then we're like, holy shit, that's yeah, like that. the most. Anyway, it's as if that dude wrote this guy's these guys' website. Like it's oh, that's, that's okay. it. Like just that kind of profound. So wow. Just, I, I didn't even want to do my own research. I just clipped it out. So these okay. guys, Off Color, Off Color Brewing is located two locations in Chicago, 1460 North Kingsbury and 3925 West Dickens Avenue. Um, this is what it says on their website. The, the, word for word. This is, okay. how it, this is how it, and this doesn't surprise me from this at all. I'm ready. At some point, John and Dave were born. <laughs> Two guys to found of the brewery, right? I mean, obviously, There's no last names. Yeah, yeah, John and Dave. You know, at some point, they John were born. They were born in Chicago. You know, John and Dave from sure. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did other stuff for a while, and then they figured out they were better at making beer than the other stuff. So that's what they do now. That is amazing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to the point. Okay, they both interned at Metropolitan Brewing. Most of Off Color's business plan is based off of Doug and Tracy at Metropolitan Brewing, knowing what they're doing. So you should go buy some of their beer too. Oh, so like a little plug. Yeah, so there you go. That's so nice. they learned there. Hey, That's and cool. Then they learned where they came from or whatever, and there you go. After cutting their teeth at larger breweries, the two somehow convinced enough otherwise very smart people to invest enough money for them 
to buy some big shiny things to make their own beer in. <laughs> so that's what they do now. <laughs> so they tricked a few people and invest and give them money and here we go. I Brewery. love these guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, first off, one, that's really funny, <laughs> well written. Like that's really cool. That's that's like a lot of the the band bios I, I uh-huh. read. It's yeah. kind of similar style. But then second off, they plugged in the old brewery that they interned at. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, go buy beer from them too. Go buy beer from them too. That's uh, that is awesome. Yeah, I feel like yeah. um, you know, I don't have much craft beer experience, you know, outside of this podcast, right? But like seeing how breweries work together and push each other um, is super, super, super cool. Yeah. So that right there, like mega respect points. Yeah. I like that it was, I mean, it was actually informative. It wasn't a waste of time to read that. I mean, you, no. you yeah. can make your own decision on what they used to do and whatnot, but right. yeah. it's told the story in kind of a fun way. It kind of ma- it kind of leaves um, some mystery in there. Like, what yeah. did they do? Like, wh- how did they? I'm going to go buy their beer. So this mouse, mm-hmm. as far as I know, is on most, almost all of their labels really in some Mm. sort of way um so here we go secret ingredients it's listed (laughs) (laughs) lime juice coriander Mm. pink himalayan salt Mm. Mm. it's fruited and it's cocktail inspired 4.8 alcohol malts has pilsner wheat flaked oats and wheat hops it's nugget which you don't see anymore you can hardly ever find nugget hops uh, oh wow! This reminds me of the um, lime bandito. Mm, this is summer beer all day long. Mm-hmm. I love lime in my summer beers. Mm, that's pretty good. Mm, yeah, this is this is what do you call them? Lawn mowing beers. This is a lawn mowing beer. Yeah, <laughs> it yes, is. with some tacos. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tacos, mm. oh, do you know where the taco came from? Mm. Well, I do. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. From the internet. Yep. Uh, 1700s. Likely came from Mexican silver miners. Mm. And here's why. They used to call, um, they would drill these holes into the, into the rock and then put little pieces of paper that was wrapped around gunpowder. So they're making little charges, basically, right? Okay. And they would call those tacos. And they would put them in the hole and then blow the thing, and oh. that's how they would mine. Hmm. So they called that thing that's wrapped up in something a taco um and that's maybe where it came from interesting so some of these places like the actual food itself started there in mexico um mexican americans reinvented the taco took it to the united states and made it as like a fast food thing right Mm -hmm. um and the first person to ever mass market and mass sell tacos was a guy named glenn bell okay the founder of taco bell Mm -hmm. wow um, one of the very first recipes or ever written documents of a taco was called tacos de minero, which is like tacos of the minor. Okay. So that kind of gives some credence to their story as to where it came down from. Um, the other thing that I saw was when Spain came into Mexico and like took over and tried to do all their stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. they looked down on that sort of culture and food. Because they were European, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And the locals, the natives there, were making their own stuff, and the Spanish were like, "This is this is trash. This is not mm. up to our standards." Yep. You know, you don't have a king. We do. Our food's better. Um, so they did not like 
the taco. Weird. So they tried to like snuff that out. So okay. it's something that has survived and, and now thrived. Um, usually, at least back then, it was wheat versus corn. So wheat was the shell or whatever. Okay. And it was only until it came to America that corn was really introduced into the shell or taco. Like I would have totally guessed recipe. the other way around, but okay. <laughs> yeah. When do you think? It's funny that you talk about this because I just saw a TikTok. <laughs> oh, a TikTok. TikTok. A TikTok. And it was like, it was like this person, they held up a, a taco and it was in a flour tortilla. Mm-hmm. They're like, why would you ever eat anything in a flour tortilla? And then it, it cut and it was a Mexican person and they were like, well, every Mexican ever. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. And he took a bite of a, a corn tortilla and he's like, it's not that bad. Just give it a try. <laughs> huh. So there's some credence. Yeah. Um, first time it was noted in the United States was in 1905. So there's an advertisement for a place that's selling tacos, 1905. Wow. That was in Texas. Um, they would add the word taco to their restaurant, basically, or their menu, to sell Mexican food to Americans. So if you're in Mexico, you will never see the word taco. That, that doesn't exist. They don't, they don't like it. It's not on their menu. It's not in their restaurant. There's no Taco Inn, Taco Bell, Taco John's. That's a United States thing, right? Like if you were to go to hmm. any Asian country, you wouldn't see Chinese food. Correct. Okay. Uh, the first patent for taco shells happens in the 1940s. Ortega? Uh, I think that was, yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. That would make sense. I would have guessed, yeah. And then the 50s is when the first chain happens, and that's the first Taco Bell. Okay. Is in the 1950s. So that's been around 70 years. A long time. And my father-in-law tells me he remembers the first time Taco Bell opened in Lincoln. There was one. It's on O Street. It's still there. Hmm. And uh, let's just say in the 70s, kids would go there from high school. Hmm. He went to East High. And one night... Some of the friends that he knew went to Taco Bell after it was closed and stole the bell off of the thing. Oh. <laughs> and it is still in that kid's parents' backyard. They built what? a little stand and it's still there. And it's a functioning bell. Okay. What? And this is, you know, 50 years ago, I guess. Mm. So from maybe the statute wow. of limitations is up. Oh my gosh. Maybe it's not. But they stole on O Street, the busiest street. Wow. In Lincoln, and also one of the longest streets in the United States, by the way. Wow. I, didn't I didn't know that. know that. No. Um, yeah, they, in the middle of the night, pulled a truck up, got a ladder, cut off it. What? Took the bell, put it in the truck, drove it to East Lincoln, and it's in somebody's backyard right now. Wow. So there's my little story. But that's, <laughs> that's just like a brief history of tacos. Only been around, I don't know, 300 years or so. Really? But uh, comes from Mexico, and uh, we stole it. Like we do a lot of things and rebranded it. I've, I, I've, I've done street signs before that, that tops that. <laughs> I'm surprised Taco Bell hasn't come calling for that. Like, Hey, if, if yeah. this is a known thing, like, okay, we get it. Prank. I don't think it's a known thing. No. I mean, it is now oh. for the five people that oh, might hear this, but yeah. Cause all the Taco Bells used to have an actual legit bell mm-hmm. it was supposed to look like a mission, right? Correct. And that's why the architecture is what it is. Yep. And that that's still there in Lincoln today on the O Street. It's like wow. 40, it'd be about 50th and O Street. Interesting. And that was, I remember when I was a kid, so I'd have been 87 when I had to, I had, uh, I still have a leg disease. My 
bone in my left leg is super soft, my femur and stuff. Okay. It's the same disease Bo Jackson had when he got tackled. His yes. hip was all jacked up. So no blood comes to my hip. Okay. So I'm super soft and squishy. So I had to go to Omaha to Children's Hospital a lot in 87 to, well, 86 to 88. And every time I go to the doctor in Omaha, we would come back. And my reward for being good was we would get to stop at Taco Bell oh. on O Street. And yeah. I'll get a steak soft taco. Yes. And that was like, oh, heaven. <laughs> and now there's, you know, like chains everywhere and Amigos has yeah, them. And, there's, yeah. you know, everybody's got a spot. Everybody, every town has their own version of that. Hmm. Um, but that's where it comes from. And, and of course, we saw a good idea as Americans and grabbed it and, and repackaged it. Capitalized and it on that. And, yep. Yeah. So hmm. there you go. Tacos. Oh. So, yeah, Taco Bell, new menu. Uh, have, have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. No, I haven't either. But from what I've seen online, a lot of people are saying it's it's pretty basic, like similar to the '90s Taco Taco Just Bell. Like back to the old days. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They got rid of the the my favorite thing, the quesarito. They got rid of that. Mm-hmm. They got rid of a ton of things, and I think the only newish thing that they still have on their menu is the uh, Doritos Locos. Oh, yeah. They give those away free. The stolen base, steal a base, steal a taco. Yeah, Yeah. I love those. Those are those are pretty good. Uh, My son and my wife both love Taco Bell. Yeah, I could do without it. Really? Really? I like. I don't mind it. I I don't mind it. You know what you're gonna get? Absolutely. Taco Bell. So uh, bring it back around to business. Uh, I listened to a podcast a while back to the former CEO of Young of Yum Brands. Okay, so Yum Brands is Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut. Yep. And they asked him... They're connected with Pepsi, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what is your favorite? Like, if you had to just... You had to choose one out of... like All the K- things KFC, you KFC, Taco yeah. Bell, Pizza oh Hut. Oh, my gosh. Pizza Hut pan pizza. Yeah. You know, KFC, original recipe. Or maybe Ooh. the bowls. Yeah. He said his favorite, if he could only choose one, is the original crunchy taco from Taco Bell. Wow. Yeah. I... They're not bad. That says something. So in McCook, Nebraska. Oh shoot! Oh, where there? where my family's from? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, they have. They still have to this day a Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC I'm building. At the Pizza oh. Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's one building, and if you call for delivery mm-hmm. or for pickup, no. you can order from all three. So when I worked in in mm. McCook, Nebraska, right after high school, I worked a travel construction job. Yeah, and um, we were based in McCook. the The shop was there. We would have jobs around the area or whatever. My uncle and I, we would order, I don't know, like a large pizza, like twenty tacos, <laughs> and and a bucket of chicken. Oh right? my gosh! We would order that, and then that would be good for like the next three days. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> wow! I have. Yeah. Many times come home from a night Nebraska home football game with mm-hmm. my father-in-law. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we stop at Taco Bell and we'll get a, like a 20 pack, whatever they have. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we'll just crush mm-hmm. hard shell tacos. Oh, man. Down in the basement, we'll have, you know, lettuce and and like uh, chip remnants on our <laughs> shirts. We don't care. My favorite thing about Taco Bell is, you know, you go to most fast food places and they give you, you know, fries or... sure. You know, a hash brown or oh, the cinnamon or whatever. Mm. Well, yeah. well, the cinnamons are really good, yeah. but 
but their their side to your meal. So like you can order any meal at Taco Bell. Sure. And instead of fries or that side thing uh-huh. that you get with your meal, it's just a crunchy taco, right? Oh. So if you order, you know, like their two crunchy taco meals, you're actually getting three. three? Ooh, bonus. <laughs> right. But bonus I mean, taco. The, yeah. the bonus taco or whatever, I guess, doesn't have as many toppings on it or whatever, but it's still a taco. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I used tacos. to get the quesarito and I'd have the crunchy taco on the side and I'd get the Diablo sauce and, and everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah. Baja Blast. Mm. Baja Blast. So Baja, Baja Blast. Blast is gone now. What? what? Yeah. It, it's one of the, it was one of the t- items. He's tearing up. Yes. I would drive through the Taco Bell drive through just for a Baja Blast. Mm. You can't get anywhere else. That's the only place I had it. When yeah. One of Jenny's youngest nephews, we went to uh, Taco Bell one time, and I'll never forget this. is funny. Like, it, he's, he's almost 17 now. Like, he's got a driver's license now, which is crazy to think. Like, because when Jenny and I first, when we first met, he was two. Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow. yeah. So, dude's driving now. He's going to be a senior next year. Anyway, we take him to Taco Bell, and it was, like, like super special for him. Like, or, yeah. you know. And I'm like, oh man, I don't, I don't know. And uh, my oldest daughter gets the Baja Blast, and he's like, "What are you drinking there?" And, and Riley goes, "Oh, it's the Baja, it, it's the, uh, it's the Baja Blast, yeah, or oh. whatever." And Max goes, "I want the Beja Blast. Can I get the Beja Blast?" And we're like, "No," because Max is like six at that point. Oh yeah, absolutely not. And he was pissed he couldn't have the Beja Blast. He couldn't Blast. have it, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. And now Beja Blast is gone. My uh, my senior year of high school, there was not a time that you could come to my house and I didn't have a 12-pack of Baja Blast in my room. <laughs> I'm telling you, I drank them warm. I drank them cold. It didn't matter. I always wow. had a 12-pack because I worked at Super Saver. Yeah. That, that was my my senior year high school job. Um, and... And for those of you that don't know, Super Saver is just a grocery store, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, small grocery store. And uh, they sold the 12-pack Baja Blast or whatever when they were running their huge promotion. This would have been like 2014, 2015. Okay. And uh, I always had a 12-pack in my room. Did not <laughs> matter. Did not matter. Well, I think we're ready for some untapped. Let's move. Let's Let's go yeah. from this one back then. Okay. Let's go from, let's go, let's start with Beer for Beer Tacos. Beer for Tacos. Uh, friend of the show, Daniel Chavez, has checked this in. Um, he said, got a margarita with a beer Mexican feel. That's what I he would said. agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. What you do know, you think? What, you th- what do you think this would taste like if they tequila barrel aged Oh my gosh, I think it would be amazing. Oh fantastic. Gosh. Fantastic. Yeah. Holy cow. 5,747 mm, check-ins. Good. What do you think? I'm going to go... Three, eight, two. I'm going to go three, six, seven. Three, eight on the button. Oh, oh dang. Close. I thought about that, too. I was yeah. like, three, eight. Yep. And then I was like, oh. I got to add something. Yep. <laughs> All right. So then Rockwell, Bird Up. What do you think on that one? 1,739 check-ins. 3.87. 3.87. Three point seven two. Ooh, close. Yeah, you were close. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I think that. I don't. I don't want to say that one was my favorite, because I think this one might be my favorite, the Dempsey's. Yeah. But I. I yeah, that might have been my favorite. I don't mm, know. I'm hoping there's still some in that can. We'll find out. Dempsey's Brewing. Last one. Three hundred thirty-five check-ins. That's tiny. Not as much. Ooh. Probably not as many. I guarantee. Like, I don't even think they have distribution. 
No, maybe just at the place. Possibly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's tiny. Three. Okay. Three hundred thirty-five. What do you think? <sighs> this is tough. I mean, when it's that small. <sighs> yeah. Three yeah. point. You could five, say eight. You could say three two five, or you could say four point six. I will say three point nine one. Three six six. Oh. Dolan's yeah. close. Dang. Yep. Yeah. I, I think honestly, out of, out of out of all of them, it's closer. My my favorite style here, like it would be the Goza. So sure. beer for tacos is probably my favorite. Yep. Um, any of these could have stood on their own though, as yeah. as an individual episode. Did you think you'd like an IPA with seventy three IBUs? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I definitely did not think I'd like that. I mean, I think for me it would go beer for tacos, just because I like Gozas and sours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it go the the Dempsey and mm-hmm. then the Bird Up. But even even still, like coming in third isn't bad here. Not no. today. No. no, no. I'm still giving it a three seven five. Right for Are sure. W- the last what? So three. This is our third one of these. Mm-hmm. They've all been like amazing beers. Unbelievable. Oh, if, yep. if this is cleaning out the beer fridge, <sighs> I'd like to see what's on the top shelf. <laughs> it, it, here's it, it's just the tip of the hat to everyone that brings us beers for or, sure. Right? I mean, it, it's just like okay, you got to try this. You yeah, I like this. You guys might like it too. It, it, it's not like oh, this is yeah, this was average. You should do or whatever. No, no, not at all. This is, oh my goodness, what is this? I don't think I've ever had anything like this before. You definitely need to try this, and you definitely need to talk about it because it's different or better than anything I've ever had before. I've definitely never had a rye pale ale. No. Never. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Until today. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. (laughs) Okay, one more clean out the beer fridge, one more drown out next week. We have another beer from Ohio. Yeah. And then we have no, we have two beers from Ohio. I'm sorry, and another from Florida, right? And then Florida. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that <sighs> one. I'm going to be honest with you. All right, spoiler alert: it's an oatmeal raisin cookie brown, the worst kind of cookie <laughs> in the history of cookies. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's going to get some uh, some of the best research I think I've ever done. Oh, okay. Just because, from a business standpoint. I'm excited to talk about this. Sure. So you, you've got one of three ways you can go as a brewery. One, you can stay independent yeah. and make your own stuff or whatever and just kind of survive as is. Two, you can sell to Anheuser-Busch, Molson Coors, whoever, sure. and or whatever, and then get, get your distribution but get labeled a sellout. Whether that's yeah, fair or not, right. whatever, fine. Three, you can join forces with other like-minded breweries Take money from a private equity firm, understanding what that takes. Yeah. Right? Take money from a private equity firm and get that same sort of result. I feel like that's the least common one. It absolutely is. Okay. But out of what I've found, it might be one of the best options. Okay. So we'll talk Hmm. about it next week. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. All right. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's drink a bunch more beers. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.